Worker dies at Irving Shipyard in Halifax. Black man in mental health crisis killed by Kitchener police. Family of five killed in house fire in Davidson, Saskatchewan. Woman killed in fire at God's Lake Narrows. Red Deer becomes first city in Canada to scrap a supervised drug use site. The military in Guinea has dissolved the interim government. And Brazil pulls its ambassador from Israel over the destruction of Gaza. Good morning. It's Wednesday, February 21st. I'm Nora. Here are your headlines. First, we start at the Irving shipyard in Halifax. A worker has died there after a workplace accident. The news was announced by Unifor in a press release. There was no further information in the release other than the fact that the union will be pushing for an investigation into what happened. Dan Alstrand from City News is reporting that a 43-year-old died after being struck by a piece of equipment. The Labour Department issued a stop work order and is investigating. Next, Kitchener police have shot and killed a man. He was 31 years old, black, and had schizophrenia. His family had reached out to police to try and get him some help. They were worried because he'd stopped taking his medication. His brother, Andre Nemhard, said that the family had been waiting at their home for police to come and speak to them when they heard gunshots outside and found his brother lying under the police car with a gunshot wound. The man had previously been tasered two years ago in a similar incident. Nemhard said that when his brother was not on his medication, he was frightened, but he posed no threat to anybody. The article from CTV News Kitchener quotes Nemhard saying this, quote, I didn't want nothing to happen to my brother. He's a good kid. He's a hardworking guy. He's been doing a painting job for years now, trying to make life better for himself. He did nobody no harm yesterday. He was just out of his mind. I was trying to seek some help, and this is the help that we got. They came here. They killed him. Innocent guy for nothing, unquote. Now, this happened on the same street that police killed Bo Baker nine years ago. Baker's death was ridiculously considered to be a suicide, even though he was killed by police. The SIU is investigating, and who knows, maybe they'll consider this one a suicide as well. Next to two stories about house fires. First, to the small town of Davidson, Saskatchewan, where five people were killed in a house fire. About 1,100 people live in Davidson, which is just over an hour southeast from Saskatoon. CBC's Will McLaren is reporting that the dead are a man and a woman who are both in their 80s and three children whose ages weren't released. The Canadian press spoke to one person who said that the parents of the children were away and the, quote, dead seniors were family members who were not from Davidson, unquote, which makes the story even more tragic. Police are not suspecting foul play was involved. And next, another house fire, this time in God's Lake Narrows, Manitoba, where a 34-year-old woman has died after a structure fire broke out in the middle of the night this weekend. God's Lake Narrows is in northeastern Manitoba, and it's a fly-in community. By the time officers arrived at the fire, people had already pulled the woman out from the fire and had gotten her to the nursing station, but she was too injured and didn't survive. Next to news from the blog Drug Data Decoded, which is run by Ewan Thompson. Red Deer is the first city in Canada that has voted in favor of closing an overdose prevention site. Just two councillors voted against, Diane Wintius and Cindy Jeffries. The mayor of Red Deer said that this decision will make that city, quote unquote, free from addiction. 
which my guy, it absolutely will not. Nothing like this can make anything free of anything. The city plans to close the site by the end of 2025, and they want to introduce, quote, greater harm-reducing options, unquote. Well, what are those options? It seems like the only option being considered is abstinence-based programs, which the data show are not as effective as the folks running Red Deer hope and pray they will be. Thompson argues that this is a test case for the government's planned dismantling of overdose prevention sites and the forced moralistic approach of abstinence, not just to be one of many approaches taken, but as the approach taken. It will also pave the way for Pierre Polyever to test drive his own take on what to do about the toxic drug crisis. Research shows that in locations within a 500 meter radius of supervised consumption sites in Toronto, there was a 67% reduction in deaths. So let's be clear, this decision has absolutely nothing to do with keeping people safe and getting people off drugs. It will, in fact, just lead to people dying. Next, to international news, and we'll start with Guinea. The military dissolved the interim government that has been in place there since July 2022. Current positions will be maintained until new appointments are made. The announcement was made by Secretary General of the Presidency, Amara Kemera, in a pre-recorded video, reports Al Jazeera. The military coup happened in September 2021, deposing Alpha Conde, who was the first democratically elected president of Guinea. Conde was trying to change the constitution to let him run for a third term, a decision that led to violent protests where dozens were killed. Colonel Mamedi Dumboya promised to hand power back to a civilian elected government by the end of 2024. The Economic Community of West African States, or ECOWAS, has been pushing for a return to civilian rule as well. And finally, on Sunday, Brazil's leader Lula da Silva compared what Israel is doing in Gaza to what the Nazis did to Jews in World War II. In response, Israel announced that Lula is not welcome in Israel until he takes back what he said. Israel Katz, Israel's foreign affairs minister, says that the country, quote, will not forget nor forgive, unquote, his comments, and that saying that what Israel is doing is similar to Nazi actions is, quote, a serious anti-Semitic attack, unquote. Yesterday, Brazil's foreign minister, Moro Vera, shot back, saying, quote, for a foreign ministry to address a head of state from a friendly country in this way is unusual and revolting. It is a shameful page in the history of Israel's diplomacy, unquote. Reuters reports that this was happening at the G20 summit that is currently on in Rio de Janeiro. Brazil has also recalled its ambassador from Israel. And yesterday, the United States used its veto at the Security Council for the third time to block attempts to have the UN body call for a ceasefire. Those are your headlines for Wednesday, February 21st. I'm Nora. Wow, that was like rapid headline news. There was, <laughs> I think I did seven stories and it's shorter than normal. Amazing. You are listening to this podcast at sandyandnora.com on the Real News Network podcast feed and anywhere you get your podcasts. I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday and I'll talk to you tomorrow.